This is Heart of a Lion, the official podcast of UNA Athletics. Suzuki crosses the timeline with two half-court heave on the way. She hit it. Gains the trigger. Bounces left to the 15 outside to the 10. Cuts up to the 5 for the pylon. Dives. Touchdown, North Alabama. Parker triggers his second rushing score of the ball game. Susie, his shot fake, drives in. Runner on the way. Trickles in. Counted in one for Will Susie. Drive towards center. This ball's way out of here. Two-run home run, Georgia land. Next up here on Heart of a Lion, brought to you by Club Tales, the original cocktail in a can. We're chatting with Jake Bentley, quarterback's coach here at the University of North Alabama. Benjamin Ray, thanks for tuning in. Coach Bentley played at and started in 45 career games at the FBS level between South Carolina, Utah, and South Alabama. Threw for 10,885 yards in his career with 78 touchdowns. Up at South Carolina, ranks the top five in career completion percentage, completions, passing touchdowns, passing yards, and total offense. Most recently, a graduate assistant at Florida Atlantic, where Brent Dearman was serving as the offensive coordinator. Now he's here as the quarterback's coach at the University of North Alabama. Coach Bentley, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast, sir. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Met you very early on once you got up here in December. And the first question, kind of asking everybody, how much of a whirlwind has the last month or two been for you guys as you've taken the job here, recruited, moved, and, and just settled in? Yeah, it's been it's been a uh, quite the whirlwind uh, to begin with, but man, it's been exciting. It's been exciting to see all the um, really just the positive energy, you know, coming coming from this place. And um, Coach Jeremy's just done a great job of coming in and bringing the energy. And and uh, you know, really, that's one thing he's, he's emphasized with us to whatever we do is bring positive energy and and uh, you know bring that to to the office every day to the to the workouts and just because it's infectious and uh, we try to do that. In the midst of, of all you know all the recruiting and everything else we've had to do, now you guys finally got some players here after recruiting all through December. Still out on the road recruiting, but how nice has it been? Sort of getting to work with these guys in the weight room and doing the mm-hmm. mat drills, county fair drills, whatever you want to call it outside. You guys have been hitting it early in the morning. Absolutely, absolutely, and it's been great. And I think the guys are hungry. I think that you can see that each and every one of them they want to win, they want to do things right. Um, we just got to help them, you know, do you know do that. And, and see, you know, and see how to do these things. And, and, you know, I think everybody on that team is finding their role right now and, and figuring out what it's going to take for them, um, what they need to do to help the team win. And it's really exciting to see. And it's just going to continue to develop through spring practice, through summer, and then into fall camp. Just just building that, um, you know, you know, building that mindset of, of, of knowing what it takes to win. We're learning virtually every coach on this staff had some connection to Coach Dearman th- throughout their, their journey, whether it was coaching at Bethel, Arkansas Tech, Kansas, high school ranks, you mm-hmm. down at Florida Atlantic. But how did your, your journey kind of take you to Florida Atlantic, and how did you meet up with Coach Dearman? Yeah. So going way back, um, high school days, my dad was an um, analyst at Auburn with Coach Dearman. Okay. Um, so they've known each other for a while, and um, really it was it – was, you know, he was – really coached really close with coach Dearman um, for the longest time and then when I was leaving South Carolina um, to transfer and then transfer from Utah both times coach Dearman wanted me to come to Kansas with him um, and it didn't end up working out um, but when I got done playing um, he was the first person I called and asked him you know <clears throat> you 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 know need a GA you need anybody to come help you out and you know he was he was like absolutely so went down there and um, had a great year with him and then uh, here we are 
pretty easy decision to come up here with him? Absolutely. Finally get to come up here with him, right? <clears throat> Absolutely. Knowing that, you know, just knowing how good of a person he is and, and knowing he'll do things the right way, um, just something that I knew I wanted to be a part of. You've got a great room as well to work with. So some young guys coming in. Yes, have you been able to learn much about them in the short window that you've been here? I have. We've had a few meetings um, together, really just get to know get to know one another and uh, build that relationship. And um, that's the biggest thing that through my career, I think that I value the most is is knowing who the who my coach is. And he's not just a guy up there telling me what to do or you know things of that nature. It's, it's really investing in that relationship and understanding that. You know, the relationships that we build with each other, they build with them, you know, with, with each other, with their teammates are going to last a lot longer than the game of football. So that's really what, what you know, last couple of weeks have been, just building that relationship. And it's a, it's a great group of guys that are, once again, just really eager to learn and, and uh, they come every day fired up. They're all young, and you. I feel like you can kind of relate to them. You played as a true freshman mm-hmm. at, at South Carolina. Do you feel like there's experiences that you can sort of tie in to them as you're coaching them? Absolutely, absolutely. And, and you know, talking to Noah, um, be, you know, being the main one that played last year, and just just really just sitting down with him. And and uh, you know, as a freshman, I think when you get in there, there's there's an aspect of it where it helps being young. You, you don't know what you don't know, so you're not worried about certain type of things, but there's also things that I think <clears throat> I'll be able to help them with. Like, hey, you know, you, you didn't see this this time or, you know, as you get older, you'll be able to now, you know, not make that mistake again or, you know, things of that nature. And, hey, when I was a freshman, sophomore year, this is what I seem to notice uh, more and more. So just trying to pour myself into him and, and try to make him the best player along with, you know, Ben, TJ, Brayson, Braden, and, and Cade, just a great group of guys and then um, that are coming in that are, you know, going to be good. Certainly is an exciting room, a lot of potential there. Has it been easy for you to exchange the helmet for a, a coaching headset, if you will? You know, I think last year there was a, uh, you know, there was a time where it was tough. It was tough and trying to, you know, not to get, I guess, philosophical, but finding yourself, you know, in a new role um, as a coach now and um, trying to trying to fill out what that looks like. You know, Saturdays are a lot different when you're a coach and, you know, still – that competitive nature is still there, and uh, but it, but it's finding a way to now invest yourself in, in the players and you know give them the best chance to win. And, and obviously, you want to win yourself, but it's more just investing in them. And it, it's a it's a new type of competitive because you're not out there actually doing it. But um, it's been great and it's been rewarding to just see. You know, it's really rewarding to see a quarterback, especially you know, work hard throughout the week and then pick up on things during the game that we've talked about and. Um, and, you know, and, and be successful and, and know that his hard work's paid off. Did you always know you were going to be a coach when your playing days were over? I mean, you grew up in a coaching mm-hmm. family. I think so. I think so. Just growing up and, shoot, watching games growing up, it didn't take the, you know, normal three hours. It took five hours because <laughs> my dad would always pause it and, hey, what coverage is this? Or, you know, things of that nature. But, you know, my dad, uh, my high school coach, Coach Blackman, you know, Coach Muschamp, all my coaches through my college career just has so much of an impact on me. And just, you know, help me become a better man, better better person, better teammate, better player. Just just so many things that they've impacted me with. And I always wanted to give back to, in, in that same type of way um, to, to players that I coach and, you know, try to be – try to have that same impact on them. All right, so let's jump into your background just a little bit. Your dad's a coach at the collegiate level, had a great career – 
Barnes High School, right? Burns, yes, sir. Burns High School, yes, excuse me. Four straight state championships at one point. Was it mm-hmm. pretty cool growing up watching Dad win state championships? Oh, it was awesome. It was awesome. And, and everyone always asked me growing up, you know, who's your favorite college team? You know, who do you, who you cheer for? Shoot, I just cheer for the guys that I saw play on Friday nights that are now <laughs> playing in college. So, But it was awesome, though. And just, you know, I, I think going back to, to being a coach, just being a kid, being a ball boy, running out there and, and just seeing the excitement that, that he had and, and how much joy that brought our family. Just, you know, always knew I wanted to be a part of it. There's nothing like Friday Night Lights, and I love talking to people about their high school days. But mm-hmm. growing up with your dad winning state championships, were you just so eager to play on Friday nights? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I could not wait to, to you know, end up not playing at Burns High School, but as a ball boy playing at Burns High School and, and, and being that guy. And see my two older brothers, they, they got to do it, you know. And obviously I moved to Alabama, played in Alabama, but – just growing up, being a ball boy, watching them, I just they were freaking heroes. Getting to play on Friday nights and throw touchdowns, and you know, as a kid, that's all you want to do. So you had one older brother, played at Rutgers, another at Old Dominion. You, you've got a, a younger brother who is a high school quarterback right now. Family full of quarterbacks. Are you guys super competitive? Oh, absolutely. Doesn't matter if it's a game of checkers or, or you know, who who can run around the house the fastest. It's 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 always competitive. Mom has to tone us down a little bit. She gets upset saying that we – she says that we ruin all the card games that we play because we make them too competitive. But um, everything we do, it's, it's competitive. And, but, but I also think that's what makes our family so close is that, you know, we all, we all love each other, but it's also that competitive nature of, you know, that, that brings us closer together. So it's just – it was always competition growing up, and it, sure, it still is today. And there's a sister in there as well, a twin sister to your younger brother. Yes, Does sir. she give it back to, to the older bros? Oh, absolutely. When, when she was born, funny story, my, there was four, you know, it was three, or three boys, and then they were getting born. They were twins, and found out it was a boy, girl. My mom was so excited to have a daughter, go shopping, you know, do, do you know, I guess, you know, quote, girl things. Yeah. Um, and then she, you know, they're born, and she's growing up, and all she wants to do is play with us <laughs> and, 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 you know, do things that we're doing and, Mom would say, Emily, let's go shopping. Mm, I don't really want to do that. You know, and it, I feel like it just, you know, my mom just accepted it. Like, wow, she's she's just like them, competitive and wants to play outside. So, um, yeah, everyone in our family, dad included, he's we're all competitive and, and love to, to play games and, and just compete against one another. Now, were you all destined <clears throat> to be quarterbacks? So was your dad a quarterback as well? He was. He was. So he played at Presbyterian College. In South Carolina, he actually played baseball and football. Um, and he, you know, his junior year of college, he just focused on football, and he played quarterback and a little bit of free safety actually. Oh so wow! He was a he was a two way guy. Does he ever rub that into to you guys? Like, I played defense too, guys. A little bit, a little bit. He 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 tries to think that he's the most athletic one uh, of the family, but um, but yeah, but I think that's helped him too with his career and being able to coach um, quarterbacks and. You know, knowing that he played some defense and know, knowing what it looks like from the you know, other side of the ball. So, father that's a coach, you got two older brothers, played college football. Did that kind of help you as you were coming up, seeing what all they went through? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We would, um, you know, my oldest brother, Chase, he's a strength coach at Rutgers. He was actually a strength coach at South Carolina um, when my dad was there as well. So, all three of us were there together. And, shoot, I, there were so many times just leaning on them and, whether it was actually seeing what they did and learning from it or, or calling them up. And, and you know, the, the cool thing about our family is we're ultra competitive, but, you know, just like my little brother, we're going to, we're going to pour everything into him. We're not going to, you know, we're not that, 
that competitive where it's like, no, I'm not helping you. You got to learn it on your own. We, we, um, we, you know, we try to give everything we can to one another and we love to see each other succeed. And that's what they did with me. And hopefully I'm, I'm trying to do that with the, with the little brother. All right. I got to ask you a tough question now. So you okay. came up father, great high school football yes, coach sir. in South Carolina takes the job at Auburn, right? Mm -hmm. So you moved down to Alabama, playing at Opelika. Alabama high school football, South Carolina high school football. Where do they stack? Oh, man. Oh, man. You know, I, I, I everybody wants to say their state was the best. You got to play in two. Mm -hmm. I think, um, let's, let me put it like this. I, I think at the top level, that's very comparable um, as far as the top teams in the state is compared to the top team in South Carolina. I think that Alabama may have more of, of teams in maybe the top tier, right. if that makes sense. You know, they maybe have, you know, I, I don't want to give a number, but just you know, a more, a little know, deeper, a little deeper group of of tier one, call it uh, high school football programs. Which I'm not saying that South Carolina doesn't. You know, they have they have their fair share too, but maybe just a deeper deeper class. And, and you you can kind of relate to both of them there. So you're you're the expert on the subject <laughs> there. All right, so your college recruitment, South Carolina, was it a dream for you to play for the Gamecocks? It was. It was growing up. Um, like I said, I cheered for the. The guys I watched play on Friday nights, and my oldest brother got to play with Marcus Lattimore, who was, um, you know, ended up being a, a, you know, really highly touted running back at South Carolina. Um, you know, battled some injuries, but yes. but just watching him um, growing up, man, he was he was the man in my eyes, and um, just seeing him play at South Carolina, you know, always, you know, you know, never really liked Clemson for whatever reason. I don't know why, <laughs> but I'm probably going, you know, if this. <laughs> If a certain individual hears it, they'll probably put it on Twitter and make it a big deal. But um, just, just always wanted to be a Gamecock, and uh, you know, fell in love with it, and um, had a great career there, and you know, met a lot of you know great people, made a lot of friends, and but I was also able to go experience two other places as well. But uh, was was a great time at South Carolina. Did you ever dream you'd be freshman starting quarterback in the SEC? Um, you know, I think I think every kid, you know, dreams it for sure. And, and you know, growing up and wow, that's gonna be me one day. You know, watching, you know, whoever would have been the, you know, Tebow and all them as a, you know, playing in the SEC. Like I want to be that guy one day. And I, I think I think until you're out of it, you don't really realize like, wow, that 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 was me. I actually did do that. Um, when you're in it, it's just, man, I gotta lock in what I gotta do. I got, I got I'm the quarterback. I can't let my team down. You know, things of that nature. But when you're out of it, you're like, wow, you know, I was able to have that experience, which is a really cool thing to think back on. Played for Muschamp, a lot of other great coaches along the way, but who, other than your father, high school coaches, who are some of the other coaches that impacted you? Um, let's see. You know, Dan Warner was, was my quarterback coach um, my junior, senior year at South Carolina. Um, Kurt Roper was our offensive coordinator um, while we were there. Brian McClendon, um, he was a coordinator my last two years. Um, there's been there's just been so many coaches, man, that have really just just great people, and and that's what I look back on. And you know, when I was thinking about being a coach and what makes a great coach, you know, what is it about the coaches that I've had that made them so so great in my eyes? It was just that the fact that they were good people. You know, they they cared about me not just because of what I could do for them on the football field. They cared about me as as a person. So, you know, I would say that you know that was Coach McClendon, Coach Roper. Um, Coach Warner, th those those three guys just they always just cared about what type of person you know you, you were or they were, and, and you know tried to build that relationship that wasn't just a, a football relationship. So. Let's jump off the field. I mean, 
I know you just finished playing, but uh, what do you like to do when you're not mm-hmm. with football? Yeah, I like to I like to uh, put a line in the water. I like to, I like to fish a little bit. Um, I, you know, I, Coach Jimman does too. So I get out there and try to get competitive with him. We we send fish pictures to each other. And you've uh, got a, a great backyard for hey, fishing here on the Tennessee River. Absolutely, absolutely. I can't wait to get out there um, and do that. But other than that, you know, I you know I just I have a. Uh, uh, I have a dog, and, she, and that's my girl. My, she's a Great Dane, so she has to get outside and run around, stretch her legs. So I'll take her out and throw the ball with her, and just just uh, just try to enjoy life. Just try to be active, and uh, you know, not just sit around in the house all day. Get outside and enjoy God's creation, and just have fun doing it. And I believe you've got a wedding coming up, right? I, I do. I do. May six. May six. Getting married. At, met my fiance in college. She was a uh, big-time volleyball player at South Carolina. Um, so just met her just, you know, through athletics and mutual friends and started dating sophomore year and never looked back. That's great. Good for you guys. Yes, sir. That'll be a big date for you. All right, let's circle back and, and kind of talk about some UNA football mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, Coach Deerman, what has stood out the most to you with Coach Deerman and what he is all about as he's a head football yeah. coach? I think it's just how genuine he is. And, you know, what he talks about with us as a staff is the same things he talks about with the players. And it's, it, the standard doesn't change whether you know, it's regards to us or them. It's just, you know, that consistency and genuineness with him that just doesn't change. Each and every day you know what you're getting with Coach Dearman. He's going to bring the same passion to a staff meeting that he is to a, you know, 6 a.m. morning workout. And I think that's what just fires me up the most about him is I know exactly what I'm going to get from him. So I know that I have to be on top of my game. And be consistent as well. As this offense kind of starts to come together, I know we'll get a look at it come spring football, mm-hmm. but what are some things you're kind of working with this quarterback group on right now? Yeah, just, you know, my big thing, I think, uh, you know, one thing that, that Coach Applewhite, which another coach that just meant a whole bunch to me, him and Coach Womack at South Alabama, I know in-state, but, but man, they those two guys right there, those are great people. And, um, you know, one thing that, what I talked about with Coach uh, Applewhite was just having a plan, having a plan as you take the snap every play. And, you know, I should never call for the ball unless I have a plan. And that's the big thing I want to emphasize with them this spring is, man, just just whatever your plan is, it may not be exactly the what we talked about in the meeting room, but do it with confidence. Have that plan with confidence. Don't don't be back there nervous or, or anything like that. You know, we as quarterbacks, we're going to spend the most time in the film room, in the meeting room, and, and learning our playbook, so we should be confident going out in the field. So that's one thing I want to just really, you know, instill in our quarterbacks is that confidence to just go out there and have fun. All right, we did this uh, with, with everybody that comes on the podcast. We like to go behind the scenes, talk about big memories. UNA coaches, we talk about, you know, their favorite UNA moments throughout mm-hmm. their coaching career. But I want to go back to just your favorite football moments, maybe starting high school, your high school playing days, the glory days of Friday Night Lights. Favorite game you played in? Oh, man. Story time. We like a good story. Heck yeah. So, uh, you got to go to the rivalry game, right? You yes. Gotta, you got to go against Auburn High School. Um, went to Opelika, Crosstown Rivals, Auburn High School. Um, you know, late in the game, we're down by, by six points. Shoot, drove it down. You know, it was about 30 seconds left. Threw a, threw a fade in the back of the end zone to, to win the game. Um, J.D. Worth made an outstanding catch over the shoulder to, and – you know, toe tapped his feet and just was a really cool, really cool deal. Just 
you know, for me, you know, and maybe looking too too much into it, just being a transfer in there and, and you know, having to learn about, I guess, the rivalry. I know yeah. it's high school, but still just knowing that, you know, a lot of, like these kids that were there, they, they accepted me and, and you know, being able to, to win the game with guys that it meant a whole bunch to that, you know, through middle school, they've, they've thought about winning their senior year against Auburn. So, and, and just, and you know, you're just having that play and that drive and winning that game was just a really cool deal in high school. The SEC days. Yep. So favorite memories, favorite venues, toughest oh venues, favorite Shoot. plays. I'd say toughest venue, which personally, when I, when I was on the sideline, our defense was on the field. I think Willie B was the loudest stadium, but, when I was on offense, um, I'd say Texas A&M, actually. My sophomore year against A&M, we were, um, you know, back and forth game with them. Um, they ended up getting them – I think they ended up getting back-to-back sacks, you know, in the fourth quarter real late. And, man, that – it was like third and long and trying to – I was screaming to our all the You got to experience and the 12th I, man. Oh, yeah. And they get to rock it. And that, that's a really cool deal. That's a really cool deal. Um, you know, favorite memory. Favorite memory is probably – you know, we beat Tennessee freshman year. Uh, it was my see, second ever start in college. On the road or at home? At home. They were, I think, ranked 17th. Um, Josh Dobbs was the quarterback. and They came in there, and our defense just made play after play. They had a couple of big turnovers, and, you know, we, we schemed some things up against them to get some guys wide open, and a lot of players made a lot of great plays that night. And they um, – you know, they ended up trying to kick like a, you know, it was like a 60-yard field goal to win the game. It was it was short and just storming the field and just uh, you know, and starting off two and four that year and, and beating Tennessee at home when they're ranked 17th um, to to get back to 500 and have a chance for a bowl game was just an awesome deal. And just to to see how happy the team was and just how much that meant to those seniors too that had you know a couple rough years there um, with the transition of the coaches and just being able to to kind of you know, one of, our, one of their last home games was to beat a uh, ranked Tennessee team. It was a really cool deal. That's exciting. We we love stories. We love hearing people's favorite memories. Heart of a line. that's what we try to get to. Let's wrap up with this. Coach Bentley, I mean, we're moving forward. We're ready to get rolling come, come August, September. Fall camp will roll around. What excites you most about this UNA program and what you guys are building? Mm-hmm. You know, it, you know, so many things, really. But just the one, the one that I kind of keep hitting on is just – it's just the, the the passion energy that I hope we come out with, and what we're building, and, and and confidence that I hope we can play with, and and what that you know that starts from the workouts in the morning, that starts with the weight room, and knowing that we've put in the work to to be successful, and and just seeing that hunger and that drive and that competitiveness come out. I tell my quarterbacks, man, I don't I don't care if it's tug of war and you versus D lineman, you know, compete and do whatever you can to win, and just can't wait to see the guys get out there and compete. Um, through you know through spring practice through summer through fall camp and, and see it pay off in the fall we're certainly seeing the competition unfold on twitter with, with social media with some of the videos it's been fun yes, to sir. watch coach bentley it's been great chatting with you thank you for the time sir yes sir thanks for having me